0: Oh, uh, you're killing me. Son of a gun! Okay, well, do, no, do, we, not, do we have to kill it, though? we we'll just not say anything. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mojo Stratus. Stratus is true cloud auto-scaling technology for Magento. Built by industry leaders and cloud architects... Stratus is a revolution in cloud hosting. Magento 2? No problem. Holidays? Flash sales? No problem. 100% uptime or your money back. Give Stratus a try today, risk-free, and tell them MageTalk sent you. Check them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax technology solutions and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero, better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire.
0: This is a mini episode, which I could not like. We're we're just going back to being topical. Uh, you know, Paul Bluver, uh about 120 episodes ago, said, "Don't be the TMZ of Magento." Rest but in you know, peace,
1: Paul Bouvere. Yeah,
0: that guy's not here anymore. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do our <laughs> thing. Let's <laughs> we'll see how far his advice got him Sorry, Paul, in his career. If
1: you, <laughs> so, if you cared so much, you would have stuck around.
0: I was I was told. I was told, you know, that I needed to push the limits uh, of what I thought was possible. Um, you know, I was told,
1: Phil, that I could be anything I wanted to be. If I wanted to be an astronaut, I could be an astronaut. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, I would love to see you in like so, a movie. Where you're like, so take you, that, Paul. You're trying to be an astronaut. That's what I'm going to see.
1: What you don't think I could do it? Watch I'm me. The, yeah. Well, first I have to finish staining my fence and that might take me several weeks. But after (laughs) that, I am on this, bro.
0: You'd be the very first astronaut to ever have like a LinkedIn (laughs) selfie stick, you know, uh, wife beater, you know. (laughs) Well, it's not, uh, oh gosh. Okay, all right. There's a lot to talk about. uh, Okay. We're putting this one, we're doing this like we did the last one. We're going old school. school. OG Mage Talk. So we got to give some love to our sponsors. Uh, Mage Mojo. Mage Mojo in the house, making everything happen. Oh, Uh,
1: just talked to Eric the other day. They just released a 2.9.2 release, fixed some uh, performance stuff. So they've got – he talked to me a little bit. I probably can't talk about it, but they are (laughs) considering doing some pretty interesting things. Uh, from a promotion perspective, mm-hmm. I will leave it at that. And I will leave it at leave that. Leave it Ooh. at that, my friend. Also, Marty Patrol just tweeted me in response to my almond milk tweak Uh-oh. Tweet, tweet, and he said Uh-oh. there is no such thing as almond milk. It's, <laughs> it's sh- almond juice, which I think yeah. is yeah, milk is true. the
0: whole thing right now. It's like it's it's not milk if it didn't lactate, and almonds don't have teats, so. Uh, <laughs> By the so way, there you go.
1: Marty P- Pachol Pachol is the co-founder of Mage Mojo. He's the real power. He's he's the real talent behind the He's the, the real operations. brains. Eric is er- the beauty. Eric is face. the beauty.
0: Marty's the brawn.
1: Marty right. is the brawn and also the prettier face of the two. So also
0: Marty, if you put a red flannel on him, he could be the Brawny guy. He could be like a <laughs> He's He's the very manly
1: base of the operation. If you're looking for
0: cloud-based Magento hosting for Magento Commerce or Magento 2, Magento 1, uh, open source or commerce edition, uh, fit for merchants of all sizes, go check them out. And you can get a special offer if you head over to magemojo.com slash magetalk. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O dot com slash magetalk. Okay. I I, I have to gather myself because I'm going to flip out. Here I'm, g- I'm absolutely going to flip out. Okay, so we we, we got to give a little backstory. The Magento, the Magento, Magento themselves uh, had a, as a follow-up to our last very successful podcast, which many people are talking about, uh, <laughs> Magento. Which you uh, didn't
1: want to publish and I forced you hand.
0: Well, you know what happened was literally an hour after we recorded that episode. So yeah, not even not even one hour later. Not even one hour later, Jason Woosley uh, undoes everything. Uh, Correct, sort of. Correct. Um, and that well, the, Magenta, whole the whole thing was that Magento was you know uh, or Adobe was yanking the bug bounty program. Uh, but Jason Woosley, as he is often uh, the the bearer of good good slash bad news, uh, the good news is uh, keep on keeping on. We're only transitioning programs from one program to the next. The bad news is, is that everybody decided at Adobe that they were going to take the position that the community was mistaken and that everybody's crazy. And they tried to gaslight us saying that, you know, uh, they weren't demonetizing the program all along. And then, you know, Ben Marks goes on, uh, goes on, the e-commerceaholic live stream and, you know, does hymns and haws for about two and a half hours and says, you know, uh, well, we were fixing it. We were fixing it. So I, I don't know who, honestly, I don't know whose message is correct. It doesn't really matter because Magento is going to pay back bug boundaries and it doesn't even matter how it happened. However, in the midst of all of that, because we're so timely and relevant, Uh, Magento also announced with some of their new performance security fixes that they're packaging into what I guess are quarterly releases now that they are providing backwards compatibility for Magento 1 uh, and PHP 7.2. Now, this was talked about for some time, but PHP 7.1 before Magento 1 is end of life. uh, PHP 7.1 will also be end of life and merchants to maintain things like PCI compliance need right. to be able to run phP seven point two right. in order to continue to run magenta one uh, and you can't create a you can't create an ecosystem wherein you say you support a product right yeah. but you don't provide them with the backward compatible support you know of of the, the current version of a, the the actual programming language runtime so that it would actually right. run on a current version of that so Right and so PHP magenta, 7 yeah.
1: is whatever the previous version of PHP 7 is is it 5 whatever the dot version the latest dot version of PHP 5 uh is right. that are, are is that all end of life? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I I I don't understand. I mean I do. I mean they have a Yeah, bunch
0: So of, PHP oh. 5.6 was the last one and that's end of right.
1: life.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it it has it has it ended. Active support in January of 2017, and security support ends at the end of December. Okay, fine. In so 2018, it's,
1: it's essentially yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I, I, I don't I don't quite understand all of the hubbub about that. Okay, well, but anyways, you're right, just wrapping well, up. I'm waiting for you to r- get fully
0: ramped up. And this is point. This is the point for you to blast. The hubbub. The, the hubbub sirens. is important. Yeah. So the idea here is that Magento is is going to make Magento one. A PHP 7.2 compatible product. Right. Right. Right.
1: Because they're currently supporting it. And that means that they have to right. keep keep the PHP version current.
0: Right. right. Good thing. Because that's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. It's a good thing. In, so- in software, <laughs> you have a legacy product that's over 10 years old that you have pledged support because everybody was flipping out saying that you weren't going to support it anymore. So you've pledged support. So Correct. you have to make hard decisions, which Correct. means we're going to have to modernize the platform to some degree to support old language constructs that are deprecated in 7.1 to 7.2. That is it. End of story. Magento, Magento recognized this. And Magento never said, we're not going to do that. You're, you're out of luck. But you know who did? Who Some did? plug-in vendors.
1: Some, some random plug-in vendors.
0: Some very chatty plug-in vendors. Uh, so K- uh, Karen Baker, uh, in response to all this, you know, is realizing, oh, that means that people like us at Webshop Apps now have to go back and retroactively update and support, you know, our old products which are no longer compatible with 7.1 either. Right. Right. Like right. that means that plugin vendors have to get on the ball now because Magento One will be in a state where it it's capable of running, but the plugin vendors now have to do some work. So now when when the work falls to the plugin vendor, we can't just crap on Magento anymore for whether or not they want to provide active support. They actually have to get up off their duff and do it themselves. And all of a sudden the story changes. So there was a whole thread from not just from Karen, but from a lot of plugin vendors on on Twitter this week uh, about whether or not they would continue to support PHP 7.1 or migrate to 7.2. And basically, the, the, the prevailing school of thought is there is no market opportunity to in in, seven point, or in in Magento 1 anymore. Nobody's buying those plugins. The people who bought those plugins are probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? So what's the point? Right? Why would we go back and retroactively support software that nobody's buying?
1: Right. Right.
0: I, I mean, literally, isn't that what we criticize Magento for not doing? Isn't that what we say, Magento? Like, what's Magento has no incentive to go back and support Magento One, other than that they said that they would, and they're going to honor their word. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to you know a business making decision that has to support a merchant, and they're being forced into it because the platform that they run in that enables their ecosystem, when Magento makes the decision, Magento is a bad guy for forcing small merchants and small plugin vendors to have to reinvest in old software. Do you see that this argument is fundamentally at odds with itself?
1: I, yeah, yeah, because it's like when if if Magento doesn't want to uh you know uh support older software that's not making them any money, they're the bad guy, but they're if the bad guys. My business doesn't want to support older software that doesn't make me any money. I'm not the bad guy.
0: Right. It's, In fact, it's Magento who's the bad guy. Because they are supporting the old software, because they're forcing me to have to support the old software, and I'm a small company. And don't you know that I have other things that I could be working on rather than having to support old software?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not super uh, on board with it. Uh, But the question, technical clarification. So let's. So when Magento uh, uh, updates the core of M1 to be uh, compatible with PHP seven. Does yep. that necessarily make, let's call them PHP 5 extension uh, code outdated? Because if I recall, there's just like a couple small places in M1 that are not PHP 7 compatible. Like there's an Intu extension that overrides a couple quick things and boom, Correct. You're good to go. So if they just update a couple pieces of code to PHP 7, does that necessarily mean that your PHP 5 code is broken?
0: No, it doesn't mean that the whole thing needs to be thrown out. What it does mean is that there's a lot of custom code. I forget the the third-party vendor code. The actual like let's say that you have a webshop apps extension that is not compatible. Uh, that's probably one small part of what your total problem is, which is you probably have custom code, you probably have themes, you probably have, you know, other vendors that, you know, are no longer in business, right? Yeah, uh, who you know you're going to you're responsible to now you know own the update of those so as it's one small part of what is now going to be a you know a focus of a program of a merchant who's still running on magento 1 it's 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 hilarious to me though because you, you if you're clued into what happens on the twitter sphere you'll see many people say why would you ever move to magento 2 magento 1.9 is the most stable the fact is is that you have you have, you know, the premier uh, plugin shipping vendor in the world, like Webshop apps, actively thinking out loud on Twitter whether or not they'll support their plugins on Magenta One. Mm-hmm. That is every reason that you need to not go to Magenta One is because people like Karen are agonizing out loud for the whole public to read of whether or not it's a good business model for them to have to go back and rewrite all their extensions that they can't sell anymore. Right? Yeah. It's, it's a, it, that's a problem. Um, and. So yeah, it's 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 going to be. It could be trivial for some merchants. It could be very non-trivial for others. In fact, if you have an older version, let's let's think about the doomsday scenario, which is you do all the work to make sure that all your plugins that are open source are vetted and they work just fine. But you have IonCube extensions that are older that have incompatibility issues. You're going to have to upgrade those too. But you won't know that. So, you're probably going to have to upgrade them blindly because they're, they're encrypted source. You wouldn't be able to scan them to see whether or not they're compatible without performing a full regression test. So, like, there's a lot of yeah. issues that, that do come about here, but that's not Magento's doing.
1: No, it's just the nature of the beast.
0: It's the nature of the beast. You want long term support on a product, this is what you get.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And you shouldn't have been complaining two years ago when Magento was trying to end, end of life a software that they had been signaling for three years that they were going to end of life. You shouldn't have been complaining that there are too many merchants that are still on Magento One. This is, the, this is what you advocated yeah. for. The, this is the ecosystem that you said you wanted. And I am tired, and this is my rant. Here we go. I am tired I've of the Magento ecosystem. Angry. This is it. There's, there, there is an alarmist and, uh, and, and accusationist uh, faction of people who position themselves as constantly the hero of the story and Magento is the villain, where they get everything that they ask for. They asked Magento four years ago for Magento 2 to be fully you know, TDD capable, and Magento re-architected into a, a, very, uh, a very cumbersome uh, system that you know, was more test-driven development capable to be covered by unit tests and automation tests for, for, for unit testing. Uh, and test-driven development than Magento One originally was. We asked for that, and the community advocated for it because it was a fad at the time. Nobody's actually doing that. Nobody's using the system for that, and now what we have is what everyone is calling bloated software. Well, no, you asked for a fundamentally more... you, You asked for the system that you have today. You asked for it to be architected in a way that was more complex to have to build for because it was more testable but you're not utilizing the 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 outcome you're you're only using its only criticism that's mm-hmm. being leveled against it and the problem that i have there is that is that magento continues to listen and maybe what we actually need is for either us to shut up for a minute Ooh. and stop giving corporations Ooh. like magento a hard time and, or give them you know Good advice, or what we think is good advice that we never really utilize or listen to anyway. We just crap on later. Either, either we shut up or we put up and we say, you know, and we, or, or, or we, or we decide, listen, like, you know, we, we have to own that we're the result. Like the result is that Magento listens to us and we are the cause of this problem.
1: It's, an, it's, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a little ex- exhausted about the arguments about this in particular, but I have to. But I, but I have to say, and I think this is, I think this is critical. Um, at the time, back whenever this was, a couple of years ago, when I initially said talk, we talked about the initial M1 end of life, and I was like, "Man, there's so many merchants. I'm hearing from more and more people. I know a lot of smart people that are on <laughs> M1 and are going to continue on M1." and i don't know whether that that had any impact on the end of life being moved out or whatever right but at that time i was more kind of grounded in m1 i was closer to the days when i was doing a lot of m1 development myself i was more i had customers that were were on m1 if i recall at that time and now i'm i'm just in a different spot i'm not working with um you know, day to day with um, customers that are on M1, virtually. I mean, we. I do. There are some people through Commerce Hero that, that are using M1, but it's it's the it's the minority. I'm hearing from. I can't even say the phrase more and more anymore so, uh, without laughing about it. But I'm hearing yeah. from more and more developers that are like, I don't even want to work on M1. Like they'll turn down leads that are not M2. And, uh, you know, when I felt like we were still in an M1 world, I said it. And now I feel like we're in an M2 world and like, it's just, it is, it just, it is what it is. But if I, I, I think it's hard to have empathy for people when you're not in their situation, like you're in an M2 world, you guys are doing M2 builds day in and day out. You might have some legacy support customers, whatever, but extension vendors, merch and merchants that are on M1 are in a different world so they they have a different perspective and they're much more you know this issue could be costing somebody as a business owner thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars in costs so i can see how that would be a, uh, how that would be stressful to to deal with but personally i'm just like ah it's it you know m1 is just we're we're not in the m1 world anymore we're just not
0: well the the let, let's let's go back to what spurred my frustration here, which is Karen Baker says that it's going to be difficult for them to go back and rewrite extensions to support, you know, a PHP seven point two for Magento one, right? Mm-hmm. Like she said that out loud that they're thinking about dropping support because all their future opportunity is on Shopify, Big Commerce, and Magento two. Period, right? So why would they go back and support it? It took her 24 hours to decide, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. So in a blog, she pledges support to the merchant saying, we will support you forever. Right? We're going to support you until Magento doesn't support you anymore. Because it's all about you. It's all about the merchant. And we care about you. Do you know who doesn't care about you? Mark Lavelle and Magento. They don't care about you because they put you in this position to have to upgrade your old site to... It's PHP 7.2 compatible. And I think that that's just absolute horse crap. because, Because what Magento actually did was they decided well before you did in the last 24 hours, Karen, Magento decided that the merchant was the most important thing. And that's why they're providing support well beyond the end of life that they had originally stated. And well beyond that, they're investing their own resources into creating you know, backwards compatible ecosystem to a 10-year-old product. Right.
1: Well, yeah. And I'm trying to understand, um, I read uh, actually her post, it's let's get back to the merchant on the Webshop Apps blog. And that's where she talks about um, her perspective on how, you know, the merchant is kind of being uh, left behind. Uh, by Magento, um, and one of the things she says, what frustrates me is that merchants are in the middle of all this with really no one to help them navigate it. Some of them reach out to agencies and developers, uh, but basically, you know, they're not always able to get the the support that they need. Um, and I'm assuming the you know reason for that is that most most of the agencies and developers are saying, hey, you need to move to M2 at this time. It's not going to really be cheap. And that may not feel like they may, they might feel kind of stuck. Like they don't have, like they're getting squeezed, you know, staying on M1 is becoming more and more difficult. Um, Migrating off is becoming more and more difficult. And I I don't, I don't totally understand um, what the like thrust of the article is. It's basically, and then it ends with.
0: I mean, the thrust um, of the article, if if I'm going to be snippy, is so that we can write an article at, mark lavelle on twitter and say i've put up are you going to put up like, yes uh, yeah. I, it's it's really only exists to to be in the spotlight to jab someone else to say hey i've made a hard decision but it's because of you and it's going to cost me money and it's costing merchants money and at yeah. the end of the day it's like there's no other reason for that blog to exist yeah, other than to the- say we're going to support magenta one Let's face it, Magento can be a beast to run in the cloud. And that's why Stratus by MageMojo is hosting Evolved. Say goodbye to dedicated DevOps teams and complex cloud architecture. With Stratus, you get a rock solid architecture that's built on Amazon AWS and true cloud auto scale. Never worry about capacity planning ever again. With the full power of AWS that's behind your site. Backed by Magento Cloud architecture geniuses at MageMojo on technologies like ECS, Kubernetes, Aurora, and also a 15-minute SLA that's the fastest in the entire industry, you can be sure that your site is in good hands with Stratus. Give it a try today and we know you won't be disappointed. Head over to MageMojo.com slash MageTalk and get started. That's M-A-G-E- M O J O dot com slash Mage Talk. Thanks again to Mage Mojo for the continued support of Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex. Vertex is a Magento Premier Partner, providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax, including sales and use, income, value added, and payroll. Vertex Cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax, including calculation and returns. With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Vertex. Horizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention MageTalk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com.
1: MageTalk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Have you ever had trouble finding a Magento developer, whether hiring in-house, looking for a freelancer, or trying to find an agency? We're solving exactly that problem by building a database of developers and agencies with rich profiles, including tags to indicate their specialties, projects they've worked on, endorsements from other developers, and ratings on work that's been completed. If you're interested in that, sign up for free at commercehero.io. So so it ends and it says, yes, I know th- these things move on. In other words, th- you know, things are moving to newer versions. Magento has moved on. You know what? A lot of merchants and businesses haven't yet and we have a responsibility to them. I'm stepping up to that responsibility, are you? And so it's directed at Mark Lavelle and Magento. And I guess I don't understand what is being asked for, right? Because like you said, Magento has stepped up in the sense that they're adding the PHP 7 support,
0: which is... They already what did. They, they it, stepped they up six did. months ago they are, when, they're, they're, when they started the yeah, project that actually would modernize it. Right. So, <laughs> they did.
1: So, so I don't know what's being asked for. It seems a little squishy. Like it, what's being asked for is more support of merchants, which I can kind of understand on like a really high level. Like there's merchants that are frustrated and not sure what to do. And it's like, hey, can we support them? But I don't know what that hey, what do you, means exactly. Like,
0: let's let's think about where we are today versus where we were even three years ago. Okay, we have a very active and well maintained dev docs that is, you know, community con- contribution based. Now I'm going to crap on Magento here in one second. So hold on, everybody. I'll I'll dish out there's, some.
1: There's crap to go around. Okay, there's enough.
0: plenty of crap today. Plenty of crap for everybody. Lots of poop. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna give Magento a jab where, where it's due, um, but you know th- we have things like DevDocs which are con- you know community contribution based. We have things like multi-source inventory, um, which is a, a community-driven product that is you know is is going to be a benefit. We have uh, that's going to be a benefit to a lot of merchants that aren't on, that that should be ostensibly that should be a an enterprise-only feature but it's going to be available to everybody and it's being developed in the open anybody can can join uh that project they can see how it's being formed um and there's a lot of that happening at Magento right they're extremely transparent you know they provide they continually provide new testing tools last year they released the um the new uh declarative or they're they're updating things like declarative schema they you know, they have new, new uh, testing and automation tools that are coming out all the time. They are enabling the merchant more so than they were three years ago. Yeah. And, 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 and in fact, to the point that it's hard to maintain a paid architecture, right? And in, in a smaller ecosystem than it is to just standardize. So you know what they've done? They've provided Elasticsearch support coming down into community from enterprise. So community is getting the benefit of the enterprise product development and the paid enterprise product chain. I have merchants calling me saying, What's the point of being on enterprise if things like Elasticsearch are going to be available in community? So you tell me that that's not taking care of the merchant. It's yeah. just, it's a tough, it, this is an enterprise platform, period, full stop. If you as a merchant find that too hard to bear, too high of a burden to have to bear, and you don't have the team, you don't have the resources, then you shouldn't be on Magento. End of story. This is the same conversation that we had back in the uh, "how dare you" phase, which is the sometimes Shopify is the right platform to choose. Period. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not Magento's fault that they made complex software that solves a lot of complex problems.
1: Yeah, with um, and I mean you're 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 making a very strong statement. Magento is an enterprise platform. Period, and I think in the world that you live in, that's certainly true, and that may be true for. All of, or a vast majority of, the Magento ecosystem, but it there's a maybe a portion of it for which that's not currently true, um, at least in the perception, you know, in some people's perception, right? And then, certainly in the roots of Magento, you have merchants that have have uh, grown along with the platform and aren't necessarily enterprisey, you know, maybe they're a little bit more SMB, right? And they might f- be feeling a little bit left behind. Um, but, uh, you know, the future of, the future of the, the, the product and, and the ecosystem is moving up market. That's, 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 that's a fact. That's a fact. We might not like it personally. I, I, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of that, I guess, although when, People want to hire enterprise salaries. I'm a fan <laughs> of that, <laughs> but I don't know. There's part of me that likes the the the, the more grassroots uh, origin story of Magento, but but it is what it is. Like it, it's 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 the reality on the ground. So
0: let, let, let me ask you this: the people that hire from Commerce Hero, okay? Yeah, are they folks? You know. are, are are they folks who are, I don't like, I don't know. I don't even want to suffer the point almost like I, the, the market opportunity for all of us who specializes Magento shops, who employ Magento developers, uh, who write plugins for Magento. Like at the end of the day, yeah, it is all about the merchant because I, we have to have that identity of understanding that we're enabling retailers. We're not, we're not, we don't work for Magento, we work for our clients, right? right. I get that. The, the fact is, though, there are more simple platforms that exist today that are more user-friendly, can be stood up faster, and are cheaper to operate for a certain type of a client right. than there were in 2008. Right. That didn't exist in 2008.
1: Right. absolutely. So
0: if you and I were to create a swag store, right? Yeah. Would, it be, would, you, would you make that on Magento?
1: You, well, us personally, we, we'd almost have to, but the, the, the but answer we did, to the question. And, and we didn't. Well, we used Teespring. No. If right. you are a small business in 2018 launching a new store, you're not using Magento. You're just not.
0: Right. There would have That's, to be a compelling reason, right? There's a compelling reason that you know, either you're in a, in a taboo industry that Magento doesn't want you or that, that, that uh, Shopify won't have you on. Right, yeah, you sell guns.
1: Down on guns or you sell,
0: right, or you sell uh, weed or something like that. Like there, there's a reason that you're choosing Magento. Right, and and yeah. that's what it comes down if to. You're like,
1: Alex Jones, I, I believe, there has to right. I believe Alex Jones's <laughs> store is literally on Magento. Yeah,
0: like, but that's yeah. the reasoning, right? Because you have to like a small store doesn't have a choice any other way, and and. They're definitely Magento's customers. They might even be some of our customers, your customer, my customer. Yeah. But they're not the majority, right? The majority are people who are, you know, businesses that are, you know, probably earning closer to half a million to one million dollars annually online. And if you have, if you have that kind of volume, you, you probably should be investing in maintenance and upkeep of your site, right? And if, 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 If you built on Magento One five or seven years ago, the hope would be in this economic climate when everybody is pretty in in the United States are doing pretty well, historically low unemployment, growing salaries, um, booming economy, growing retail sector, especially in digital commerce, you should be at a point now where you have enough growth and you've planned for it enough under your belt that you don't have to be on Magento One anymore. It does you're not stuck. You're not upside down in that house anymore, right? You you can you can go back. You can go to an, any other platform or upgrade to Magento 2, But that is not Magento's fault, and that's not Webshop Apps' fault, and that's not it's no one's fault. If yeah, you it's haven't. Just, it's right? just
1: the state of the internet and of uh, e-commerce and software in in, in this current year. Um,
0: this so, climate of the 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 thing that makes me so angry is the thing that we talked about on the last episode with Matt, uh, you know, when we mentioned Matt AC's tweet, which is we do have to get to a point where we're not pointing in and accusing Magento of wrongdoing of any kind. And we're taking responsibility for ourselves to, to, you know, some of this is because of our reaction, like some of the the complexity of the platform is because of the way that we've informed Magento that we want them to, to, we want it to, uh, we wanted it to be built. Some of the complexity around the ecosystem is because we demanded for longer term support on a product that was otherwise being shelved, right? Some of this is on us and it's not Magento's fault and we're getting exactly what we asked for. That's it. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Um, uh i will say uh i will say that um uh I don't, I don't, separate <laughs> but no please when we're talking about smb when we're talking about the open source version of the product and um what one of the things i was thinking about yesterday was how has how have things changed under adobe um we know that Adobe is going to pull us further up market. That's a given. We know that the strength of the Magento community was a big part of why Adobe acquired Magento and that they're continuing to invest in that. Um, one thing I was thinking about was, you know, let's say Magento has investing a million dollars in rough numbers in in community engineering team, um, uh, which is a lot of money. And, and in, in the past, I've said, hey, listen... Until you're investing a million dollars a year in something open source, like don't criticize, right?
0: Well, there, I mean, that was one of the things in, in Karen's blog was, you know, someone scoffing at 600 pounds investment. Well, 600 pounds is 600 pounds. Yeah. Well, a million dollars is a million dollars. Right. Or, and, or and, any amount of investment of putting full-time resources only into enabling community contribution that should be respected. Right.
1: And, and yet one of the things I, I found myself thinking was, okay, when there's an acquisition and this sort of ties into what you mentioned about the security program, we, we talked about this last time, when there's an acquisition, there's more money available. Everyone's excited about that because it means there's more resources to do all the things that we love. Everything you love about Magento, you're going to get more of, right? That's always the, that's always the story <laughs> and you're already laughing. <laughs> so what I was wondering is, um, Okay, they're already investing a significant amount in the community. Is that like is it fair to expect like that amount to to double or to increase by some amount? Like should their investment in the community they've already invested a ton in the community and and to say they haven't I think is is dumb. Um but can, is there a re- <laughs> is there a reasonable expectation Adobe brought over a billion dollars to the table, is there a reasonable expectation that there should be more investment? Like maybe, you know, like meetup organizers that have to pay dues. Like what if they didn't have to pay dues? What if, uh, you know, what if there was more money available to help people, you know, do events? Like, is that a reasonable expectation that there should be, you know, um, what if the community engineering team doubled? What if the resources for the SMB market doubled? You know, and I don't know if that's already happening. Uh, Sherry linked on Twitter to some resources for merchants to a resource library. I think they have been investing in content. But um, even, even though we are all moving up market, we're all moving into the enterprise, is it reasonable to expect resources to still increase by some amount for open source, for the community, for SMB? What say you? Uh,
0: is it reasonable to, yes, it's reasonable to expect that. And I think we've already seen it. Right. What have we seen?
1: What have we seen specifically in terms of an increase in, in, in investment? I, I mean, was actually thinking about this the other day because I wasn't. I wasn't sure. Um, what increase in investment there there had been? Well, there's the Magento Association. Certainly, they mentioned that's that's a six figure investment.
0: Yeah, that was that was um, the one I was going to point out. Yeah. So that's that's a big one. I also see there's a uh the the roles that they originally hired for community engineering were very developer focused mm-hmm. and now what i see is that the community engineering roles that they uh they're talking a lot about now are people that enable uh the actual merchant so think about if you only ever had developers work on anything in your organization you wind up with things like magenta 1 with no documentation with no right so what mm-hmm. happens is you 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 have to you have to purposely put yourself in a position to not wind up there again. So instead of community engineering being only an engineering driven organization, now they have technical writers on staff who are part of the project development team to say, okay, well, we can't accept this PR until we've written technical content of what it, you know, of what it actually means. That means somebody has to come down like someone has to sit down and explain it to a technical writer, and that technical writer's on staff with Magento Community Engineering, and they're gonna put that into words that will find its way into release notes and documentation of changes that are material. those are the things that I see that are that you know are are new since Adobe's come around okay. um, but I, I at the same time, I do think th- they're gonna get some things wrong um, and and even with the higher investment, we see some weird. Choices like, for instance, there was an announcement yesterday that the 2.1 branch would no longer be available for contribution by the community. That means if I find a bug in Magento 2.1, which supposedly has an end of life that's still well over a year away, that, and, and, and 2.0 has already been end of life, that means for the next year, I cannot contribute an update or fix to 2.1. Period. Do you think that that's right? That doesn't sound right to me. Like, seems weird. Yeah, it seems weird. But that tells me that there's probably a year-ish of lead, eight to nine months of lead time of what it would take between a fix being submitted, being vetted, you know, technical writing going into it, uh, being packaged, and actually getting released. It takes a long time for community contribution to get into the core product. And, you know, if any investment's going to be made uh, now, they don't want the community to waste effort and them have to then put in additional effort to pull things forward from 2.1 to 2.2 and 2.3. So they're doing us a favor, but at the same time, it sort of signals weird things like, well, this is a product that has another year of shelf life, but you're not allowing me to contribute to it. So I can only contribute to products which haven't been released yet, like 2.3. That's what you're telling me. I can't actively contribute to things that are in active use, which doesn't sound like open source. That sounds like Mm -hmm. I want you to do my product development for free. Right. And so I will quip at things like that. And I think if this, if Karen's blog had been in that vein where it, it, then I I'd have less of an argument. Um, right.
1: Yeah. Uh No, that makes sense. And that falls under the general category of like, don't like the, like, like, Don't limit things that have already been possible. You know, like don't, don't, don't stop paying for bugs. Like we were already paying for bugs. That I say we as if I was
0: doing it. Right, it was all your decision. I know that
1: paying for bugs and that was a good thing. Like don't stop doing that. Like we're supposed to have more money available to do more of (laughs) the. Like don't limit what can be contributed to like, we're supposed to have more of a budget for more support for community engineering, not, not, and, and that's not to say that, like that, that means there's less resources there, but it makes you feel that way a little bit, you know, like in general, we should, there should be more happening, you know, not, yeah. that doesn't mean they're not going to streamline things. Uh, you know, they, they, they had to close down the offices. They, you know, they're, they're consolidating offices like, that that makes sense um but um well uh, you know that i can understand the, the rationale behind that um but yeah the general category of like if there's something we could do before before adobe we can't do it after adobe or there's less money for it after adobe like that doesn't make sense yeah. there's, there should be more money for everything <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just got it out of my system. I feel better now. There we and now, go. And now I'm done. Now I'm done. I don't even <laughs> yeah. want to talk about it ever again. That's that's how this there works. We
1: there we go. Well, by, was, way, by the, the way, by the way,
0: we didn't mention our uh our other wonderful sponsors. Uh so I want to give some love to Vertex. If you're looking for a tax solution, uh then Vertex is probably right for you because they're built into the platform. Assuming you're not on Magento 1, <laughs> assuming that you're not on Magento 2.0 or 2.1, but in your in the most recent latest version of 2.2, well then, yeah, you've got Vertex built right in. Uh, and they don't are try a, to contribute, the, contribute
1: anything back.
0: Yeah, wow. don't try to tr- contribute bug fixes. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, Vertex uh, had a round of bug fixes and some uh, improvement in the most recent security patch. Uh, update, which is great because if you're staying uh, in lockstep with Magento's security patches, that means that you're getting the best uh, uh, and, and the newest, latest and greatest uh, for other built-in solutions like Vertex. So if you're looking for tax solutions, uh, Vertex provides tax solutions to the Fortune 500 and beyond. Uh, you can check them out today at vertexcloud.com.
1: And if you're looking for Magento 1 developers to retrofit your <laughs> Magento 1 store, yeah. we do have a few of them. There, there, are fewer. They are fewer and further between, but we do have a few of those unicorns, reverse unicorns. Reverse unicorns. Uh, uh, that, a donkey
0: is what they're usually referred to as. Also, unicorn. if
1: you're looking for Magento 2 developers, uh, we have those available at Commerce Hero as well. So that's go awesome. ahead and check that out. I was thinking like when, if they ever rebrand to Adobe Commerce, that's really gonna mess my SEO up, man, because I've been working hard on well, we've been moving up the ranks for the search engine in in, in in Google search engine results for Magento developer keyword. And if they ever rebrand, that's gonna mess some things up for me. <laughs> Unless I get ahead of the curve and start doing some SEO for Adobe Commerce developer.
0: That's how you do it. Woo. There you go.
1: Ooh, and look That'll at
0: that. Look. That's you just forged strategy right in front of our That'll very eyes. That'll do it. I That'll love it. That'll yeah. do it. Getting a Magento developer just got a whole lot easier. Check All it right, out. Guys, we don't Power know Zero. why you're still
1: listening, but uh, check that out. And um, we hope you That's have it. a fantastic week and everything else and shoot, yeah. man. Go do shoot some man. stuff. Go do it. Heck and poop, man.
0: <laughs> That's a show title. Go drink some almond milk. All right, peace.